Welcome to the Courageous Entrepreneur Show. This is the show that shares information and inspiration to help you break free from self-doubt, limiting beliefs and disempowering patterns, and break through to create the thriving, successful business you dream of and deserve. I'm your host, Winnie Anderson. The show features interviews with entrepreneurs who've overcome amazing challenges to create success on their terms and experts who share insight and practical information to help you get past your blocks and move forward with courage, confidence, and clarity. The show is available in both video and audio formats on a variety of platforms, including iTunes, iHeartRadio, the Google Play Store, on YouTube, and on my website at winnieanderson.com. If you like what you hear, I hope you'll share the show with your connections, and I hope you'll decide to join my courageous community. You can do that by becoming a fan of the show on my site at winnieanderson.com fans. When you do, you'll get episodes delivered right to your inbox, along with information, tips, and resources to help you take consistent action to position and pre-sell yourself as the unique solution provider you are, and ultimately profit from your expertise, all while building a business in alignment with your faith, beliefs, and values. Recent data from HubSpot shows that 81% of businesses use video as a marketing tool, up from just 63% in 2017. And 65% of people who don't use video say they plan to start using it in 2018. We also watch a lot of video as consumers. And the majority of people watch about 90 minutes of video during a typical work day. But the extreme is there are people who watch as much as three hours of video in a typical day. Marketers report to HubSpot that video drives key metrics like increasing sales, increasing site traffic, and increasing the length of time spent on a website. And of course, as the consumer, you probably love video when it's done right, and it gives you the information that you want and information that you need. But as the marketer, especially if you're an introvert or you're self-conscious or have some sort of self-doubt or limiting beliefs, I know the thought of doing video can practically give you hives. I want to help you start using video or if you're already using it, I want to help you expand your use and, and feel confident doing it. That's what today's episode is all about. Michelle Moreno has experience on stage as well as on TV as an actress and singer. She shares her insider information to help women and cool men build on-camera confidence so they can be the best version of themselves and turn viewers into clients. So listen in as she explains why video is so important to potential clients as well as to you, the entrepreneur, the key things to share that will help your audience love you, even if your videos aren't perfect or close to it, why you have to get comfortable with repelling people, a simple trick that you can use to get your inner critic to shut up, the most important elements of your video, how to look and sound your best, even if you think you have a face made for radio, and how to get over that thinking as well. And simple tips and tricks to help you know what to say when you're thinking you don't know what to say. As always, listen all the way to the end where I'll share your cocktail exercise and action step for this episode. All right, Michelle, thank you so much for being with me today. I'm so excited to have you. Absolutely. So let's just go ahead and dive right in. And of course, I have my two monitors, so I'm going to be going back and forth like this. So we know that video and video marketing is like, all the rage. I mean, I remember when it was rare when you actually saw a video by somebody, right? So can you talk <laughs> about some of the reasons why video is so powerful and why it's now dominating, you know, marketing? Well, first off, video is the next best thing to being there live. So 
it absolutely gives off the same um, reaction as being there live. And video is is powerful because you are speaking to one person on video and you can have that same one-to-one emotional connection, but you can have it running 24-7. So it really is that one-to-many platform that gives you so much exposure. Now, that massive amount of exposure freaks out a lot of people. But if they realize that in today's marketing world, you have to be as human as possible as a brand, as relatable as possible as as a brand, because of what social videos have done to our psyches, then you'll know that you are enough, that just you and your personality and your expertise as a human being is absolutely enough. And there are going to be people who are going to love you and people who really don't like you. And you definitely want to get out there so that you get the haters and you got the people who love on you because then you know that you are really, really trying. And you have to know that that's going to be a part of it. You want to repel and you want to attract. Yeah, that's a really great way to put it. And I think of it as, well, the more you hone your message, then the more it'll resonate with the right people, right? And you won't have to worry about people who don't like it because you're not talking to them anyway, right? Yeah, and you have to be okay with that being a part of the process. You actually want people not to like you in the sense that They've seen your video so that the people who do resonate with your message, the people who do need you very badly will find you and see you and hook up with you. And um, and I think video is so powerful because all of your humanity can come across all of the same hormonal responses that we get as human beings from another human being in person actually can translate also and happen on video. And that's why. We think we, when we see a TV show and we see one of the stars of the show in person, we think we know them. <laughs> we think that they're our friend. Yeah. That, that human to human uh, crossover literally of not pheromones, but hormones actually happens on video. That's crazy. So what, what hormones is, are, are going on there? Is it just the, uh, the, the hormones associated with the endorphins that we hear so much about, that connection? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the same hormones that you would have in a uh, person-to-person connection, uh, endorphins, um, you know, and also when you relate to somebody's story that they're telling as you're watching them, it's the same um, sort of feelings that you have within your own body if you connect it to your mm-hmm. own story. So when you connect when some, with somebody else's story or situation as you watch them, you almost feel like it's happening to you. And that's why the emotional connection can be so strong on video. It can also happen in audio as well. And that's why podcasts are so popular. Yes, yes, that 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 does make a lot of, of sense that and there is that powerful emotional connection that that video creates because you're right, it does the person's talking to the camera makes them feel like they're talking right directly to you. One of the myths that I think is is really big is that well if I just film it, you know, everybody's going to come. But that's <laughs> yeah. not really that's not really the case, right? So right. what kind of mistakes then do you see people making on video? Well, they're not providing value on a consistent basis. Okay. And the way that you can provide value is that you provide ideas 
that matter to your clients or audience and ideas that will make their lives better. So if you are an expert, you want to solve their problems or you want to take away the obstacles to their dreams. And so you must provide content that solves those problems or removes obstacles that makes that person inspired to take the first step that gives them the blueprint towards their dreams, something that is useful, something that is relevant to their life, something that's entertaining, inspiring, or meaningful. You've got to have one of those elements in your videos. So if it means doing a goofy dance and you make your clients laugh, you've made their lives better. If it's solving uh, their frustration that they're having with their online funnel, By showing them an easy way to do it, you've removed an obstacle to their success, their dream, their desire to have a great business. You must be doing those types of things, useful, meaningful, relevant, makes them better prepared, makes their lives better, entertains them, takes them out of barely living into truly living in your videos. If you're not doing that on a consistent basis, then you can't expect people to come which means you have to niche it down to one audience and know exactly what it is they want, what exactly what it is their problems are, okay. exactly what it is that their dreams are, exactly what it is their obstacles are. So, so it really does come down to, it's not just the fact that you're on video, it's that you've got a powerful message that really does resonate with them and then, as you said, helps them achieve something that they otherwise could not without your information and you just package it in a way that's compelling to them. Especially for coaches and consultants, it is about providing a way through the obstacles or solving the problems. Um, If with your, if you're an entertainer, um, sometimes it's just taking them away from the pain of regular life into an experience that they can enjoy and realize the joy of life. So it depends on what space you're in, the nuance of providing value, but the overall overarching, if there's nothing else you take away from this talk, is you've got to provide value. Yeah, yeah. And, and that means you can't be the same you just can't be white bread. You can't be every, it can't be just, you know, the same old, same old. You've got to own your own message then, right? You definitely want to play upon your unique viewpoint, Mm -hmm. where you take a stand, your unique methodology. It could be that you are special because of the, just the way you talk or the way you look, your personality, your approach, um, there's a lot of things that you do as a, as a person that nobody else does. And you really have to discover what is it about me that makes me different? What is my it factor and how can I really draw that out? So like in one of my classes, I talk about Brendan Bouchard and in his videos, cause he talks with a lot of passion and everything he says is really animated. And so his videos, they're black and white. He's wearing a white shirt and he's standing behind absolutely nothing. It's just a white blank screen. There's nothing there. Why? Because for him, it's all about his passionate performance. And he's so animated when he's on video that he doesn't want to detract from the power of his motivational speech, which is his strength. So I really talk a lot about finding your strength, finding what is it that you just naturally do? What is it that just naturally comes to you all the time? 
Is it the way you talk? Is it the way you look? Is it the way you dress? Is it the, the ideas that you're coming out with are so unique or, or clear or funny? And you really want to take your videos and whatever can enhance that that quality of yours on the video is what you want to do. And sometimes it means taking things away. Okay. That's interesting. So how does somebody get to be confident on camera then? Because I think that so many people, maybe it's just me and the people I know, so many people I know are riddled with self-doubt. I'm from, I have a a face made for radio to um, nobody really wants to hear what I have to say to I'm not good enough. The whole can, how do you get confident enough to go on camera and put it out there? Well, the I'm not good enough is really where you've hit the nail on the head. And that is one of the biggest, that's basically the core reason a lot of people don't get on camera. I'm just not good enough for this. You know, they're, they're used to seeing, you know, ABC, NBC, experts, correspondents, authority figures, and they just don't see themselves in that light. But we have to understand that you just start small. You just start by just putting yourself on the camera. Get used to just, just grab your phone, put it into selfie mode, hit record, and just record yourself. When you're doing your makeup, when you're anywhere, just get used to the way you look and sound on camera. But then the other thing you have to do is you have to learn to tame your negative self-talk. You have to strengthen your need to help your clients and say, video is the way. If I want to reach a thousand people and help a thousand people, I can do it with just one video. And you have to really um, own the power of this medium. And you have to strengthen your what I call the positive mantra. This is what I have my students write. I have them write a positive mantra that taps into the really the deeper reason they're making videos in the first place. Is it to have the business of your dreams? Is it to send your kids to the best college? Is it to give your gerbil the habit trail of his dreams? Whatever the reason is, you've got to strengthen that and tap into it and say, my clients and their suffering is more important than my ego. And then you take the negative self-talk and you look at it and you say, negative self-talk, I know you love me and you're just trying to keep me safe, but it's time to go in the back seat. And she's like, no, 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 you need me. And you shove her back there until the shoot is over. And then you strengthen the needs of your clients and your big why, and you say it out loud, and then you hit record. If you can't push your ego down and back into the back seat, you're not going to make the videos. So just start making videos and make them as often as you can and understand that your client's needs and your big why is more important than anything else. Yeah, that's really brilliant. I, I call that little voice mini-me, and, and yeah, mini me. <laughs> he just wants to keep you safe and on the sofa eating bonbons, <laughs> and in reality, that's not what you want. I mean, all I have to do is listen to some friends talk about the misery that is their corporate existence, and that will get me off my butt so stinking fast, because the thought <laughs> of having to go back to corporate life is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, believe me, I'd rather talk in front of a camera than, than go get a job. The thought is just horrifying. 
Oh, well, that's a good one. Think about the alternative, which is really way worse. The alternative is not fulfilling your dreams. Yeah, I th- and I think that that's, that's probably a, a, an important point is for some people are motivated by the negative, right, the, the move away from, then yeah. there are others that are aspirational, and they are move away, move towards, and then there are other people yeah. who it's something else in the middle, so it's whatever. I what I am, I never thought about that. Huh. <laughs> it's whatever is going to resonate with you. It's not that I don't want to help people, because I certainly do. I want to make a huge difference in the world, and, and I know you do too. But at the same time, you know, I started this business for me, and what, what's my option? I don't have any. Yeah, right? I need to put, I need to put, I need to pay our bills. That's why I'm doing it. Right. Yeah, yeah. I got it. So eat. that's going to really push me. I got to eat those stinking cats. They're eating me out of house and home. And they're exactly. And, and you yeah. want to contribute to the organizations, the causes that meet something. Oh, new. yeah. And you can't do that nice. in a poorhouse. Sorry. And I don't want to go get a job. No, trust me, that will strike fear in the hearts of men and women everywhere. You know, one of the things that I think you've already mentioned and certainly alluded to is this buzzword that has been a hot word for a few years now, and that's authenticity. Mm. So uh, I kind of bugs me. I kind of, that word bugs me. I don't know why. uh, Yeah, I don't know why it bugs me either, but it does. (laughs) And part of it, I think, is this discomfort with we've been in corporate life for decades mm-hmm. now we, we were in our our family of origin for decades we go to school we're in school for decades and then we're in mm-hmm. in corporate life for decades now we're mm-hmm. out on our own I don't even know who the heck I am to be honest with you I mean yeah. you we've got to go through I call it a detox period where you figure out what beliefs are really yours mm-hmm. in order to really be you so can you talk a little bit about authenticity and and what exactly that means in getting your message out and getting it out on camera? Well, I think the most important thing for authenticity is just to be trustworthy because when you're an expert, you want to be known, liked, and trusted online. And if people get any kind of whiff that you're faking or that you're trying to be somebody that you're not, you're putting on something. Now, some people are really good at playing characters and they'll say, today I'm going to be the pumped me and they can get on camera and do it. And that's great and that works for them. But if you're the kind of person who isn't really like an actor type or can take on roles, then you really just need to be who you are and just raise the volume of your voice, articulate more and Focus on providing value and solving the problems of your viewers. So you really need to make it about them so that you take the focus off of yourself. Um, And so when we need to be authentic, it's because if our viewers get the sense that we're hiding or that we're stiff or that we're trying to be somebody we're not, then they don't want to give us any money because they don't trust us. They think "Hmm, that person's not 100% being real which requires that you have to remove those filters that you're used to using. Excuse me, in corporate life, we have filters. Well, we can't say this in front of our boss. Well, we can't stick our neck out too far or, you know, we have to tell the company line here. Like those thoughts are constantly, like you said, school, jobs, constantly going through our minds. Whereas on video, you actually have to remove filters so that people trust 
that you will do what you say you're going to do, and that you're being completely 100% honest with them. Yeah, that's the trustworthy factor. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. And I think that one of the things that I try to remember is that everybody is bringing their own emotional baggage into every experience. So the people we're talking to have already been burnt They've already been screwed. They've already dealt with pl- people who have manipulated them. Mm. And this, to me... Good it, point, Winnie. It's the best invitation to be yourself because it's all you got, right? That really makes you unique. Is It's it's all you. And if you can just honestly communicate, and you know, it, it means, it gives you permission to not be perfect. Absolutely. I don't want the... the poofed out hair and the overly, you know, the fancy layout and all this crap. First of all, it's too hard. Secondly, it just comes across as fake and phony and made up. And if you got that kind of fake thing going on, what else you got going on that's fake? So I think it's really the best permission that we can give ourselves to just really be, be genuine and be real. That's to me. You know, if, if, Big poofy hair and fabulous sets is, is you who you are 100% to right. the core, like a Marie Forleo. Right. Go for it. Right. Double down on that because right. it's going to be the aspiration of people like me to be like her because I'm like, oh, look at that right. dress. Look at that statement necklace. Oh, my God, look at her legs. And I love her. Right. But if you, that's not your jam and your jam is just helping people, then just make sure that your background isn't distracting and doesn't have a picture of a naked lady behind you uh, (laughs) or anything like that. You know what I mean? Just make sure it's not distracting and that the focus when you go on camera is your face, that your face is well lit and it's all about helping the person on the other side of that lens. As long as you look decent and you've got a little makeup on, don't worry about making mistakes. Say, this is my first time on doing a video. Right. Tell them the truth of where you are at, and that will make them love you more. This is this is a medium because of Facebook Live that imperfection is in. In fact, yeah, sob stories are in. People wake up bloody, and the, the Ariana Huffington wrote a book. I woke up bloody on the floor of my office. Hal Elrod he puts on his website that he's the author of a book called The Morning Miracle, where he died. He died on the side of the road. And came back to life. He's got pictures in the hospital, bloody and disgusting. And then the doctor said, you'll never walk again. And then he developed the morning miracle. And gosh darn it, not only did he walk again, he's one of the top speakers in the country. So people don't care. If you are helping them, they don't care. Yeah. Uh, To quick story of my own, uh, when Google Hangouts came out, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do a Google Hangout, and I'm, I'd already done a little bit of video, and I wanted to do workshops, so I said, okay, I'm going to do a Google Hangout, and we'll all just play around with it, but I'll, I'll teach you, you know, I'll make it worth your while, I'll give you this little mini lesson on whatever it was. I must have had like 20 or 30 people sign up, which was a lot for me at, at yeah. that, that point. And, and I'm, you know, so, okay, I practiced and I had, I'm was ready and not a stinking thing worked. The whole thing was a (laughs) nightmare from word go and Uh, everybody's hanging on in the chat and I'm like, but it's not working. mm -hmm. They stayed on there for 90 minutes before I finally said, 
it's not working. It's never going to work. I'm so sorry. Uh, and here I am, of course, instantly shame, right, engraved in my forehead. I can't tell you how many people messaged me and said or emailed me and said, I can't believe how brave you were to even try it. I can't believe how calm you stayed while you were trying to figure it out. Tell me when you're doing the next one because I'm going. Oh, what a great story. I could have boohooed. I mean, that, you know, that just tells you people just, they know crap happens. They don't expect perfection. They re- you're not at the, you know, CNN studio or something. Just, mm-hmm. just make an effort. And that alone, if, it's, if you're talking to your right people, the fact that you're just genuinely trying to help them in whatever way you are, it's, it really is very appreciated. So as long as they can hear you speaking clearly, as long right. as your audio is good enough yeah. that they can understand your words yes. and that you are speaking clearly and solving a problem, they really don't care. Yeah. I mean, yes, you want to have make sure that your face is well lit. Yes, you, you want to have a, nothing crazy in the background. Right. And it, it, it would be nice if they could, if you talk like, I talk with my hands a lot, so I should probably show my hands since that's part of who I am. But if you don't talk with your hands and you're very still on the camera, show just this much yeah you know one thing i do want to talk about uh we'll, we'll talk about uh, looking good and feeling good and presenting your best self and and lighting is certainly important one of the of the concerns that i always have is the quality of some of that audio right so there's there's the sound quality of the equipment Yes, but one of the things that I had noticed when some friends were starting to get into video and audio podcasts and things like that was the the people are usually surprised at how much they need to be on. I don't think you need to be like all out there and be crazy, but there does need to be, I think, an extra level of animation in your voice. Am I am I right about that? Do you think? I'm of the school that as long as somebody can hear you well and as long as what you are presenting is meaningful, relevant, useful, or life-changing to your viewer, you don't. Awesome. Now, if you know for a fact that you're very, if you have gotten feedback that you are kind of dry and uninteresting, then yes, the answer is yes. (laughs) You want to... Learn, uh, do a little bit of vocal warm-up. You want to learn to speak a little bit more loudly, and you want to do physical warm-ups to warm up your body. You know, you want to roll your shoulders back, and you want to sit very, very tall so that nothing gets in the way of your posture, and you want to speak a little bit more loudly. You might want to raise the pacing of how fast you speak if you speak slowly. Um, and yes, those things can definitely help you. Okay. And you can also practice doing things like doing it real zany, doing it real loud, doing it real dry, doing it real quiet, and then doing it where you vary your pacing, you vary the loudness. There's all sorts of um, things that you can do just via um, audio tape, just in the car, just yeah. click record with an audio recorder and say, I'm going to do these two sentences really fast. I'm going to do these two sentences really loud. I'm going to do them in a funny voice and just get used to moving and getting all this going with physical and vocal warmups like that. 
Okay. So yes, for people who are very low energy, they do have to raise it up a little bit for on camera. Okay. All right. That's great. So I also hear that people are really concerned about, you know, I've got a face made for radio, that they're self-conscious about being on screen. They're, I've never heard that one. <laughs> and, and they're very nervous about how they look. So, okay, we know that you need to have some, some good lighting. The lighting should be in front of you, right? But what, else, what any other tips or, or advice that you can share that would help people feel better about putting their face forward? Well, I think lighting is everything. And the best light is natural light coming in through a window. But if you don't have natural lights, then there's very inexpensive lights um, available. And, you know, for example, this is, I have a light on right now on me. Okay. Um, I also have natural light coming in through a window. But you see, when I turn it off, let me just turn it off. Um, not bad. Okay, still pretty good. But, you know, you can kind of see. A little yeah, you shadow. See a, you see the little shadow. I mean, and then, but when I turn it on. Don't I look younger? You do. You I, look lovely. I look younger. I mean, you and, and you want to put on a little bit more makeup than usual. Right. And you want to wear colors that, that see how, I mean, this color is, I'm made for this color. Okay. Whereas this color, not so much. Yeah. Okay. So you really want to do all the things that you can to make yourself look better. Now, if you're concerned about the way you look, what's more important, your ego or the needs of your clients, right. your ego, or this business. And it is up to you to decide what is more important. So do the best you can. But when it comes down to it, just go ahead and shoot the video and then show it to a few trusted clients and say, how do I look and be honest? And they're going to be like, oh my God, you look great. They are. And they're going to, first of all, they're going to be so excited that you even asked their opinion. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's really a great way to to almost reward a, a favorite client. Hey, let me let you in on the inside. You know, I'm going to be doing this. People really feel, oh, my God, I feel so special. So they are the exact people who you want to show it to because they love you so much. If you suck, they're going to tell you. And you want to pick people who are going to be on, you know, only show it to a few people at first. Right, right. Because you want them to be uh, the people who are not going to drop you. As a, as a client for, right. uh, as a service provider, if you have a bad video. Yeah. So you, yeah. you've got to be somebody who really knows you well and you know loves you, okay? But right. also a client who's going to be honest with you. So yeah. Because the person goes, yay, yeah, that's not enough. That's that not if enough. You, they're always, they love everything you right. do. You really want somebody who's going to give you a little bit of honest feedback. Yeah. So yeah. you can ask your Aunt Jenny but the most important people to ask is are always people who are in your target market because their opinions matter. And Jenny might have some kind of other agenda or she may not understand what it is that you do. Like I have my husband. I said, honey, please help me. I'm so overwhelmed. Just watch these videos and just tell me what the highlights are so I can, so I can tell the, put it in the show notes. And he was like, I, I didn't even care about any of it. I don't know. It was all so boring. And it's like the top experts in video marketing, which other people would think was so fascinating. <laughs> so, you can't trust everybody's opinion <laughs> no you can't and I'll tell you what what about um building a a wardrobe if you would a brown like a brand color do you do you do that do you talk about like is there a palette that people 
should find for themselves that, that they feel comfortable with? I think that you always want to wear a color that enhances your skin tone. So uh, you can just go around with the shirts, put yourself on the camera and take the shirt and put it right under your face. And you don't want to have any patterns that are like herringbone or that have really tight colors right. next to each other because then that might flicker. Uh, but go ahead and put yourself on camera, put the shirt underneath and whichever one enhances your t skin tone the best is very good. That's a great also, if you have a lav mic, which I highly recommend a lav mic if you're using like a, a regular DSLR camera or even for a smartphone. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes loose shirts like this, they don't really hold the lav mic. So if you try to clip the lav mic on it, it will kind of like do this. Yeah. So you want to make sure you have something strong and sturdy like like this to That's hold great the tip. lav mic. So um, I don't re necessarily recommend brand palettes unless you really want to design your set, in which case, sure, if you want to go ahead. But this, that's really not important. The okay. most important thing is to wear something that enhances your skin tone and that contrasts with the background. So uh, if, I were to, okay. if I'm wearing black, it's very different from what's behind me. But if I were to wear like that beige color, I would just kind of blend into the background and I would blend into my own face and it wouldn't look very good. Right. Right. Yeah, I discovered the hard way that uh, pale colors don't really work on video for me, especially in this particular room. I had on a pale green uh, shirt and I just had this idea to do, oh, this would be a great topic. I'm going to jump on him and do a really quick video. I looked at it and went, I look like I'm in pajamas. That's really not the look <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to convey. It just... Yeah, like like if I were to wear this by itself, I kind of look like I'm going to maybe go work out almost. Yeah. But but because it can be kind of unstructured and you know, hip I guess or whatever, but with the jacket now it looks like corporate or yes. business -y. Okay. Okay. So I know the other issue is that people will, will, the other excuse, let's say, is that the, I don't know what to say. Uh, I, you know, you, I need to make this big impact. I don't know what to say. Uh, I don't know what to say on camera. Do you think there are, are there different types of, of uh, videos that people need to, you know, they have this kind of video for then and this kind of video for now, or is there some kind of structure that, you know, secrets that you can share that to help people get their thoughts organized? Is sure. there a length of time? I mean, you know. Well, if you're doing uh, videos for YouTube, I think the ideal length is four minutes or less. Okay. Uh, if you're doing Facebook Live, it takes a minute for people to come right. on. So you want it to be at least 20 minutes long. Um, LinkedIn now has a um, native video. So you can actually upload videos directly to LinkedIn. Uh, which they are pushing those videos. So I highly suggest for anybody who hasn't experimented on that format to do so. Uh, I put up a five-minute long video, which for strangers is very long. Um, so the people who know me kind of did watch it. Um, but I would recommend for strangers, so if you're trying to get like new leads uh, and trying to get people to opt into a lead magnet, no more than five minutes. I mean, three minutes is probably best. Okay. Uh, so, so, so try some of these for, uh, for pre-recorded videos, short format, three, four minutes long, Facebook Live, at least 20 minutes. Um, I recommend for content that you just start with the most frequently asked questions from your clients. I also recommend that you answer the most common questions that you get 
And then you answer questions that are for somebody who's really a newbie, answer questions for somebody who's a little further down the path, uh, and then more of your advanced users. And so depending on where they're at in their customer journey, okay. you use the same lead magnets like video starter kit would be a lead magnet I would offer for like total newbies. Right. Uh, and then somebody who's further uh, along their story video template. Okay. You know, it might be something they're further along and they've made some videos, but now they really want to get that story video down for their right. website. Right. So um, that's my start with the most frequently asked questions or survey create a survey and a seven question survey where you six of them are multiple choice. And the last one is open-ended and say, what are your top three challenges in X? And then just answer whatever they put in the survey. Okay. That's, that's awesome. That's a great, great tip. So if there was one page on somebody's website where, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a recorded video. I'm going to get a video on my website. What, where would they start? Where would you recommend that they start? Well, well, there's a couple of t things that you can do to start. The first would be to just do a video for your opt-in page. So okay. an opt-in page with just the video and a place for them to put their name and right. email and the title of what they'd be getting. Right. That is one of the greatest starter videos that you can do. It's, it's okay. An, an opt-in video would be two minutes or less because it's designed for complete stranger and strangers don't want to watch. If they don't know you, they're not going to watch it right. in two minutes. So two minutes or less where you outline, you know, some kind of provocative hook that's going to get them interested in listening, uh, which talks about the problem that you're going to solve. And then at the end, inviting them to get the free gift that's going to solve their problem. That's one great video to start with, because if you only have a landing page and you don't have a website, boom. Right. If you have a website, for your homepage, you might want to do, you can, there's so many different things you could do. You could, you could go and do a full branded trailer video with B-roll and customer testimonials, but that's very advanced. So you can start with just a video that tells your story, but it tells the story that relates to the journey that you take your client on. You're not talking about the story when last week you took your kid to karate if you're an expert in sugar addiction. Okay, you're not going to talk about karate lessons with your kid. You're going to talk about the story that happened in your life as to why you got started helping people with sugar addiction or how you overcame the sugar addiction that parallels the journey that your client is on. Shoot that video from the heart about why you're really doing what you're doing. So it's a why it's a why I do what I do type video that relates to your story and at the end of which you invite them you know, to contact you about your service, uh, some type of call to action to, okay. to connect. Okay. That's awesome. That's really great. So let's talk a little bit about how somebody decides that they need help in this area. What, you know, I, I've, I've done a certain number of videos or I haven't done any videos and I know that I don't want to screw it up. I want to start you know, from the get-go, right, there's, you know, do I buy a book? Do I buy it? How do I know what level of help I need? It, I, and I know it's more than budget, right? So, so what is it that, how do I figure this out? Well, my biggest suggestion is if you want to learn how to go on camera, then you need to take a course where you go on camera. 
Okay. When I was an actress, I didn't really start getting any traction with my auditions until I took an on-camera course. And there are plenty of acting courses out there where you just do scenes with other people. Nothing goes on camera. But I knew that I was going to be auditioning for television commercials and television shows. And all everything I was interested in was about going on camera. So the same thing applies here. Don't I wouldn't buy a book. I would take a course where you go on camera and you get feedback. To me, getting feedback from a professional is, is worth its weight in gold because if they know what they're doing, they will give you the very specific ways that you specifically can improve. So if, if you don't want to spend any money, then you probably want to just start making videos for your audience just first if you want to get a little bit better you could take some kind of like a short course where you just get the information about how to go on camera um and then you just get the feedback from your audience right just pull a couple of people just hey can i get your opinion on this how did this register with you uh, what was good about this video what what didn't connect uh, and gather the feedback that way from your own audience. Right. So, um, but but if you're going to actually pay money for a course course, I would recommend one where you go on camera and you submit your videos for feedback. Yeah, that's. I think that's a great idea, as well as just practicing is, because the whole point is, it's like learning how to speak, right? You, you can't learn how to speak unless you actually speak. You got to do it. it, it you got to do the, it. It's the learning by doing thing. I mean, you start. You right. start by making videos for yourself and you right. watch them back and you say to yourself, right. how can I improve for the next time? Right. And then once you feel like it's good enough, you could show a few friends if you don't want to show clients yet and say, hey, is this good enough to show to clients? Don't, okay. don't, don't ask them to comment about the content because they're probably not going to get it. But ask them to comment about the video. Hey, do I look okay? Is this look professional? If they say, yeah, it's good enough to share with the clients then you can show it to clients. Okay. And then if those few clients that you show it to say, yeah, this is good enough to show to the real world, then you put it out there into the real world. Okay. Outstanding. I could go on for hours, Michelle. <laughs> you are so fascinating. Can you tell, let's tell everybody exactly what it is that you do and how they can learn more about what you got and how you can help them? Oh, sure. Well, I'm Michelle Moreno. I am the creator of two programs turn viewers into clients, and the true you on camera. Uh, my signature program, Turn Viewers Into Clients, is a six-week online program where you learn how to create your opt-in video, and you do submit it to me for my feedback, for my very specific feedback on how to improve um, your story video and your video elevator pitch. Um, and you can actually get, I'm going to go ahead and create um, a story template for you, if you want to just see how uh, a story video would be structured, it's only just one way a story video could be structured. There are many ways, but this is one uh, so that you can create your own story video. And um, you can get that at michellemoreno.co. That's me, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-M-O-R-E-N-O.co slash story template. Outstanding. Thank you so much. That's an incredibly generous offer. So I'm going to encourage everybody to get it. That's awesome. And thank you so much for spending so much time with me today. This has been really great, great information. It's been great meeting you and uh, spending this time with you. I am so glad that Duncan Moss hooked us up. I am too. Well, it's been a pleasure. Thank you.
All right, I hope you found that helpful. Michelle's lots of fun. Obviously, we had a great time doing that interview, and she's super knowledgeable. I've done a lot of video over the years, but it still makes me nervous because it seems so permanent. I'm always looking for ways to improve my videos and to use them more effectively, and I just love the information that Michelle shared. If you found this episode useful, please share it with your connections, and please leave a great review for it on the platform where you consumed it. Be sure to subscribe either on that specific platform like iTunes, iHeartRadio, the Google Play Store, or you can subscribe to the video version on my YouTube channel. But when you subscribe at my website at winnieanderson.com slash fans, you'll receive episodes emailed to you each week along with information, tips, and resources to help you come out of hiding, position, and pre-sell yourself as the trusted advisor you are so you can profit from your expertise. All right, so your cocktail exercise, otherwise known as a reflection exercise, no alcohol needs to be involved, don't drink and drive, and don't overindulge. All right, so if you're not using videos, I want you to reflect on why you're not. What excuses are you making and what stories are you telling yourself? And I want you to listen hard to both of those things because I want you to identify where the story comes from and what the excuses are and what they're protecting you from. If you're already using video, I want you to think about how you can take things up a bit. I do my show in video, but I also do at least one live video a week. And I'm going to be doing more with video all this year. Okay, your action step. I want you to challenge yourself to do a live video this week, even if you've never done any before. You can answer a question you get asked a lot or answer a question that you think people should ask you that they don't. Or you could talk about a mistake that people make and how they can stop or fix it. If you're already doing live videos, then think of a type of video that you could add, like maybe it's your story video or that video Michelle talked about for your opt-in page. Even a video on your thank you page would be great. And when you've done it, I want you to find me on Facebook and let me know that you did it so I can celebrate with you. You can share the video there if you'd like to, and uh, I'll show it off for you. And if you want help on your journey to become a courageous entrepreneur, if you'd like help to stay focused on completing your big projects to come out of hiding and take your business and you to the next level of success, then consider joining the Courageous Entrepreneur Club. The club is made of small groups of no more than 10 people who are solo professionals and entrepreneurs who receive coaching, accountability, and support from me and each other as they move forward to achieve the goals that they otherwise would lose focus on. Group enrollment happens at specific times during the month. If you want to learn more, go to winnieanderson.com slash join the club. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Courageous Entrepreneur Show. Remember, you deserve all the success you dream of.